When Burton Ramsey opened Ramsey Fairhome in 1948, it was to help serve a need in the community. All these years later, and now more than ever, that belief is still the same. If you've recently had your hometown fair home close, know that you have options and that our family at Ramsey Fair Home is here to help. If nothing but to answer your simple questions honestly, Ramsey Fair Home is here for you and your family when it matters the most. We can help rearrange your prearrangement with 76 years of integrity and experience of serving our community. Death is never convenient and it's certainly not easy. That's why our family is here to help you. Don't get caught off guard and have a plan for the future with Ramsey Fair Home of Harbor Beach. For more information, go to RamseyFH.com. That's RamseyFH.com. Ramsey Fair Home, our family serving yours since 1948. The WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. It's a classic Greater Thumb West rivalry, and much like the roads outside, has a slippery slope attached to the outcome. It's Lakers on the road against the Bad Axe Hatchets on a Wednesday night edition of the Game of the Week. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network, and I'm your host, Clark Ramsey. The right of me is once again Coach Steve Bone. Clark, another beautiful night of basketball. It does feel more like basketball, depending that there is some snow on the ground. And uh, it's a Wednesday night, though. We got a good matchup tonight. Yes, we do. The 2024 season has not gone exactly to plan for both the Lakers or Hatchets, which makes tonight so pivotal for both teams' seasons. Bad Axe snapped a five-game skid in their last game a week ago with a big win at home against Reese, while Lakers have now dropped three in a row. Yeah, Bad Axe has been in all their games this year. You know, a couple baskets here or there could really have changed their, you know, what their record is right now. Uh, Lakers, their struggles have come basically on the offensive end. When they win, they're averaging 57 points a game, but uh, when they're losing, it's below 50, so they're going to have to get some points up tonight. Well, despite all of that, both Lakers and Bad Axe are just one game out of first place in the Greater Thumb West race. Tonight, the green and white and blue and gold go head-to-head -to, -head to get their seasons turned back around and into the right direction. We'll break down that entire matchup just ahead, so keep locked on your hardwood home. Price School Hoops, the WLW Sports Network. Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb. Diaz Services of Cassidy for all of your grain handling needs. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Harbor Beach Community Hospital, rescue siding and building repair. McVeigh Insurance Agency, Flannery Auto Mall, Bayport State Bank, Tina Seeley of Farm Bureau Insurance, Michigan's Insurance Company, and Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? 
Internet services are provided by Agar Valley Services and the Blazing Speed, their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to agarvalleyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyrighted presentation of Thumb Broadcasting Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction with the express written consent of the W. LW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Good evening, folks, from Bad Axe, Michigan. Just five days ago, we had our first broadcast of the basketball season, and we were treated to a great game between the Ugly Bearcats and the Harbor Beach Pirates. We saw six lead changes and four ties over the course of 32 minutes of basketball, while the Pirates went on to a 17-1 run in the final three minutes and 12 seconds of that game to win by 12 points, 51-39. The gym was back, the sideline mics were screaming with crowd noise, and hopefully it felt like an early glimpse of what the 2024 broadcast season will offer. It seemed like Ubley is starting to find their sea legs after an extended football pro season, and Harbor Beach is already firing on all cylinders. To my right for that game was my broadcast partner for now three years and also firing on all cylinders. Perhaps that'd be Coach Steve Bowe. Yeah, that was a great game. Perfect way to start off the season. I thought uh, in that game, Har- Ubley had a great game plan to go against um, Harbor Beach. But in the end, uh, Harper just kind of took over. And, yes, he did. And I, I think he scored 12 of that last 17 points on that 17-1 to run. But, yeah, it was a great game up until that point. And so the next time they meet, uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll go at it again. On a Wednesday night in Ubley. Yes. End of the month here. Now we shift our attention to the Greater Than West, where we find ourselves entangled in another classic rivalry game between the Lakers and the Hatchets. The start of the season for either team has not gone exactly the plan, but both Coach McClellan and Glaza are looking to the team to step up and make some noise in the Greater Than West race for the title. Yeah, the West is really, you know, I mean, it looks like it's Cass Cities yep. to, to win, yep. but uh, you've got Carroll, you've got Reese, you've got Lakers, you've got Badex, and I think they'll all, they, they should be very good games against those four teams to see who can stay in it and then hopefully sneak up and maybe get Reese once or, or I mean get Cass City once or twice and uh, stay in this thing. Last time the Lakers and Hatchets faced off it was February 10th and the Green and White picked up a 66-64 to victory in overtime last season. Lakers returned this year only 21 points of their 66 in, on average but don't fret too much Bad Axe also returns just 21 of their 64 points scored in the last meeting. What young player will step up tonight? That's the question. Yeah, last year, God, what a great matchup those games were. You know, it's funny what a difference a year makes, not only for teams, but for conferences. You look at the, the West, there's so many young players this year. I mean, you've got the I mean, you've got Caribou in this game. You've got uh, Jansen. I mean, you've got a lot of young players that are really stepping up. And then, you know, Carroll's got a nice group there. So there's some there's some really good young talent in the greater thumb this year. So it's kind of going to be neat to see how it all plays out because, you know, young players are. They're really good tonight. and eh, Maybe tomorrow night they ain't quite as good. But in the end, we get the district time. They should be right on top of it. Well, what are they like on a snow day as well? That's another question. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll return in four minutes. With a look at the away team tonight, that'd be the Elkton Vision Bayport Lakers. It's all on your home for the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services. Listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Mark Ramsey and Steve Bone with your call tonight from 
Our Anger Valley Services courtside seats right here in Van Axe, Michigan. The Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers are in town for the Greater Thumb West rivalry game. And Lakers enters tonight with a 4-4 four four overall record. They've lost their last three games. In the Greater Thumb West, they are 1-1 one one in divisional play. One game, though, out of first place in the standings. It's still plenty early in the Greater Thumb West race. Head coach for the Lakers would be Bill McClellan Jr. in his fourth year. In that time, he's gone 43-21 and 21 at Lakers, a 672 batting average, coming off of back-to-back 16-win seasons for McClellan Jr. and the Lakers. The Lakers of Elkton, Pigeon, and Bayport are scoring 47.8 points per game on offense, just the ninth-best offense in the Greater Thumb Conference, though. But the good news is it's 6.4 better than their opponent tonight in Badass. On defense, Lakers is averaging 49 points per game, allowing that's up one spot at number eight, but 5.7 worse than the Hatchet defense tonight. Average margin of victory in the red at 1.3 points per game. That's right on the cusp of breaking even and six-tenths better than the Bad Axe Hatchets. The Lakers graduated 42 of their 60 points per game last season, including Hunter Crone, Ethan Wisner, and Michael Good. Despite that, the Green Machine came out of the gates and won four of their last fi- or four of their first five games, falling just to Harbor Beach in that span. Unfortunately, though, for the Lakers, they haven't won since, defeating Carroll on December 15th, some 26 days ago. Entering tonight with losses to Valley Lutheran, Millington, and Reese. We talked about it earlier. Scoring, when they score, they're good. When they don't score, they haven't fared nearly as well. So... You know, there's a couple things when you lose that many players, and you see, you look at the offensive numbers. The other thing you got, you have to really look at is defensively. How does that change your team? Because I mean, you were so big inside, and they, you know, we defend this way, and this is how we do it. Now you come back with a relatively young team, and you've got to figure out. And Coach McClellan is getting there as to how we're going to defend. Because when they, they're giving up 49 a game and struggling to score, they can't score 50. But when they do score 50, they win. So if they can get to 50 and hold teams to 45, now you're winning again. So their goal right now is to get a little more scoring, but also to figure it out a little more on the defensive end. Yeah, like you said, Lakers in wins, they're averaging 53 points and allowing 43. That almost flips and then some. In losses, they're scoring just 42 and a half and allowing 55. Right. Hunter Crone, Ethan Wisner, Michael Good accounted for 39 points per game last season. That's a lot of offense to replace. Leading the way for the Lakers this year would be Leighton Crone and Caden Caravu, both in double figures. Crone at 13.3 and Caravu, who is now just a sophomore, at 12.9. Freshman Lucas Weiner is next at 8.1, including dropping 15 against Reese on Friday. Graham Shepard is averaging 6.8, but after that, it's a bit of a slim pickings for the green and white. Again, scoring, scoring, scoring. Um, you've got 24 points coming from your underclassmen. That's a lot to rely on. Yeah. Leighton Crone's doing a great job with where he's at, and then Graham Shepard's also, you know, he's giving you quite a bit. So they got to find another scorer. Again, like you said, you got 15 points from, uh, give it to me here. Uh, Leighton Crone. <laughs> yeah. Against uh, Reese. So, oh, Lucas Winter, 15 points against okay, Reese. Okay, there, there you go. go. The freshman got yes. 15. There you go. There you are. Getting me figured out here. It's early. Yes, it is. So, anyways, but as it, those younger players, they'll get more. They just get more confidence. Their offensive game will shine more and more. So, I would expect that that 24 points a game that they're getting from their underclassmen will continue to go up. 
So I can see them, you know, by the end of the season, they'll be averaging, you know, probably close to 30, though, under fresh, you know, the underclassmen, plus your seniors and everybody else figuring it out. So they should, the offense should continue to get better. Well, it's time for a short break on the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll take a look at the home team and one of Lakers' key rivals, that'd be the Bad Axe Hatchets. It's right here on your Hardwood Home Price School Hoops, the WLW Sports Network. It's Bad Axe hosting the Elgin Pigeon Bayport Lakers tonight. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from our Anchor Valley Services courtside seats here, right at center court in Bad Axe, Michigan. The Lakers are taking on the Bad Axe Hatchets tonight. Bad Axe enters this evening with a 3-5 overall record. Their win last Wednesday snapped a five-game losing streak. In the Greater Than West, exactly like Lakers, also 1-1, one one, which is one loss out of first place behind... Uh, undefeated Cass City. Head coach for the Bad Axe Hatchets will be Eric Glaza in his second year, going 20-10 in that time. A 667 batting average. He went 17-5 in his first year at the helm, and a 3-5 so far this year for 20-10. The Bad Axe Hatchets are struggling to score this year. On offense, that 41.4 points per game, the fourth worst offense in the Greater Thumb Conference. On defense, 43.3. Their defense keeping them in games at the fourth best in the Greyhound Conference. Average margin of victory in Badax's opponent's favor. Badax is in the red at 1.9 points, a slot behind Lakers, who is also in the red at 1.3. Very similar to the Lakers, Badax graduated over half of its offenses last office season from Keaton Brown, Jake McPhee, and Griffin Meinhold, accounting for 31 points. That has not slowed down Glass's hatchets in their first two games, snagging victories over Marlette and Memphis by a combined 28 points. But then from December 6th, leading up to Christmas, Bannacks dropped five straight games. Then we got back on track a week ago with a four-point win over Reese right on this home floor. Hey, that's a great victory for him, that win at Reese. Great confidence builder coming out of the break. Three of their losses are by only one basket. So again... One basket here or there, all of a sudden that's three more wins and three less losses. That's a six-game swing. So Baddox has got to be pretty happy with, I mean, not happy with where they're at, but they're not, like, getting blown out. So they're right there. Baddox always seems to bring it defensively. They just need to add a little more offense to get it going. For the Hatchets on offense, they're led in tandem by Grady Seltz and Michael Jansen, combining for 25 points per game this season. Seltz is posting a 12.6 average, Jensen at 12.5. After that, it's been a tough sledding evening for Badax. Damon Blackstock is the next leading scorer at 5.1, and A.J. Fritz with a 3.6. Willisowski rounds out the scoring with 2.5 points per game. As a team, Badax is shooting 33%, 36% inside the arc, and just 27% outside, attempting over 19 three-pointers per game on average. Badax has never been afraid of shooting the three, um, but you need to make them. <laughs> True. It's, you know, it just every year it's the same thing. It's all about the, your best offensive teams are the best teams. Everybody can play defense. Like I said before, if you've got a mind and a heart, everybody can get after it on the defensive end. 
But offensively, they just, you know, Baddock's got to find some more scoring. You know, you, you got your main two guys in double digits, which is good. But then when you've got that you kind of drop-off, you just don't have anybody. And they just need to get some more scoring. Because, again, out of your starting five, you're just struggling to get to 40 points. That's a that's a tough way to win basketball games. <laughs> yes, it is. Maddox and Lakers tip off in just seven minutes. Up next, we'll analyze the tail of the tape between the Hatchets and the Green Machine on Sports Radio 1021. It's Lakers at Bad X in a Greater Than West Classic rivalry. Clark Ramsey, Steve Bone with your call tonight from courtside at center court in Bad X, Michigan. Let's take a look at the tail of the tape between the two squads. Lakers have lost four of their last five games. A three-point win over Carroll on December 15th being the only bright spot for Lakers in the last month plus. They have since lost to Valley Lutheran 46-40 at home. Then at Millington, losing 67-58. And then at Reese, losing 50-46. to The good news for the Laker faithful after tonight, get this for the remaining seven weeks of the regular season. Lakers only has three more home road games the whole year, with 10 of their next 13 games taking place at home. Clark, you make a great point. It's tough to win on the road, especially early in the season. Yeah. When especially when you have a relatively young team, and they have a young team, so winning on the road is very difficult even with an, with an older team. So it's, you're right. That's going to make a big difference. If you're curious to see what happens here from Lakers moving forward. Yes. Bad Axe, the Hatchets have just one win since December 1st, and that came just a week ago, home against Reese 42-38. to That win ended a five-game skid spanning 28 days. It began with an overtime loss at home to Sandusky, 53-50, before losing at Flint International by 17, home against Kansas City, losing by 22, a three-point loss at Port Huron High, and at Mount Morris by two, before that four-point victory against Reese. Yeah, Coach Glass is hoping he can, you know, the team builds on that win against Reese. They've only lost, again, those three games by one basket. So they're right there. Just got to get it uh, going a little bit more on the offensive end, and uh, they're hoping to make a run at this thing, too. Head-to-head on offense, Lakers has the advantage. Both teams are in the latter half of the conference, though, in scoring. Lakers at 47.8, Bad Axe at 41.4, the Green Machine by 6.4 points. Defensively, Bad Axe takes the cake with the third-best defense in the Greertham Conference, allowing just 43.3 per game. Lakers is at number 8, giving up 49 points per game. Hatchets by 5.7. So by going by stats and stats alone, it's Lakers by 7 tenths of a point. Despite that, Las Vegas has the Lakers favored by 6.5 points. Last season, Lakers defeated Bad Axe in both games, which marked the first time since the 2018 season that the Green Machine was successful over the Hatchets. For Bad Axe, I'm sure they'd love to get back to another 11-game run over their rivals in Laker country. For Lakers, just the opposite is true. It's now time for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. If you're looking for the latest models from Chevrolet, look no further than the north end of Ubley and Thompson Chevrolet. Find new roads. Well, this year's standing so far is Clark Ramsey 1, Steve Bone 0, which means I get to go first tonight, and I'm taking Lakers by four points. Lakers 46, Bad X 42. 
This is the reason why we put this game on the schedule. Yes. This is going to be a really good matchup. can go either way. So I'm looking at it the other way. I'm thinking Bad Axe 46-44. Oh, okay. So either way, if we're right, we're gonna it's going to be a heck of a ball. <laughs> yes, indeed. So it's time for a short break. and return, we'll have your starting lineups from Bad Axe hosting the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Mark Ramsey, Steve Bone, your call tonight. It's Lakers at Bad X. We're finding out our style lineups right now. For the Lakers, they're in their road black uniforms. Lakers across their chest in white, green numbers with a white outline, white horizontal stripes across their shorts. A six foot two senior, number zero, Leighton Crone, leading scorer on this team, averaging 13.3 points per game. Graham Shepard also in the start. He's number two. He's a 5'11 senior, averaging 6.8 per game. The sophomore, 6'5, Caden Caribou, number four. He averages 12.9 per game. He's getting the start. Luke Good, 6'0 sophomore, number 11, averaging 2.5 per game, has been getting the start as of late. He joins the starting five. And Lucas Weiner, a 6'2 freshman, averaging 8.1 points per game at number 21. Four of the Bad Axe Hatchets. Wearing their old uniforms, their home white uniforms, Bad Axe above and below the numbers in yellow with a black outline, Bad Axe in blue. Your starting lineup, Michael Jansen, number two, Grady Seltz, number five, Damon Blackstock, number 10, Will Laskowski at number 40, and A.J. Fritz at number 44. Bad Axe coached by Eric Glaza, Lakers coached by Bill McClellan, and Bad Axe will be going left to right across the radio. Lakers wins the tip, and they're going right to left across your radio. Graham Shepard, right to left, cross the right across the midfield court. Hands it off to Leighton Crone, now to the hands of Luke Good. Going with a bit of a weave into the corner to Lucas Weiner. Feeds it down low to Caribou, back up to the top to Shepard. Shepard dribbles down the right side of the lane. The finger roll is no good. Rebound, though, offensively, and brought in. And put through the basket by number four, Kaden Caribou with the putback. 2-0, Lakers leading. Badax dribbling to the left wing. Jansen hands it off to Laskowski. Back to Grady Seltz. Seltz back at midcourt, being guarded by Leighton Crone. Dribbles to his left, hands it off to Michael Jansen. Down low. Shot's no good. And we have a push, and this is going to go against the Lakers. Ball goes against number four. Caden Caravu his first. Both teams starting out in man, putting a lot of ball pressure, taking away that next pass, going to force uh, teams to put it on the floor and attack the basket. Inbound brought in by Michael Jansen. Top of the key to Grady Seltz, right wing for the jump shot. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Caden Caravu for the Lakers. Here come the green and white, leading 2-0. We've played one minute. Top of the key at the free throw line is Luke Good, and he traveled with it. So that'll be the first turnover tonight. Gives the ball back to the Hatches as they trail 2-0 to Lakers. 6.55 left in the first quarter. We said that uh, Van Hanks has their old uniforms on. They actually received new uniforms. 
The players did not like them so much that they refused to wear them. Well, I don't know if they refused to wear them or not, but they, they got their way and they pulled out the old jerseys again. So all of our brackets, all of our rosters, everything is, uh, well, it resembles Washington, D.C. at the moment. And it says a three from the left wing for themselves. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Caden Caribou for the Lakers. And here come the green and white. And it's stolen away by Grady Seltz. Second turnover for the green and white. Seltz pops the three right wing this time, and this one is good. Badax is on the board with 6.18 remaining in the first quarter. 3-2. to two. Badax now leading by one point. Graham Shepard gets a screen from Wainer. To Caribou. To Leighton Crone dribbling around, and it's nearly knocked loose. Graham Shepard has it now. Back to Leighton Crone. He takes a three right wing. Same spot. This one's short. Long rebound brought in by Graham Shepard. Keeps the possession alive for the Lakers. Dribbling through players. Down the left block. Off the glass. Cannot fall. And rebound brought in by Leighton Crone. Puts it up strong. Still great health on the floor. And it bounces off his back and brought in by Damon Blackstock. Well, team's getting after it early here. I Guys all so. over the floor. That's the fourth offensive rebound for the Lakers already. Five and a half to play in the first. It's Bad Axe three, Lakers two. For three, left wing, Michael Jansen takes a three. He is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for three shots. Foul goes against number 11. Luke Good, his first. Team second of the quarter. Again, both teams playing defensively, really getting after it. Man-to-man, a little uh, over-anxious there to try to block that shot. Caught him on the wrist. So he'll shoot three and... Would you say he's shooting on the air? Because I'm assuming he's going to make all three. Uh, Michael Jansen this season is a 66% free throw shooter. Actually, that was just his 10th attempt the entire year. And he's two for two on this trip so far. Well, I said he'd make them all. So <laughs> he should be on par to miss this one if he's 66%, right? That's, that's true. That's, that's how percentages <laughs> work. Third free throw is up, and it's no good. Oh, that's why they have percentages. My prognosticator over tonight, <laughs> right here tonight. It's Bedax leading their largest lead of the night at three points, yeah, five to two. Announcer's curse. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the key, Lucas Wayner, the freshman, over to Graham Shepard in the corner, being guarded by Grady Seltz. Shepard hands it off to Luke Good, right wing. Starts his dribble, and it's stolen away by Michael Jansen. Three turnovers for Lakers so far, but yet Maddox now pops a three in the corner. This one's no good. Long rebound bounces off of a black jersey. Maddox ball. 4.54 left in the first. Maddox five, Lakers two. Maddox been extremely aggressive on the ball, taking it away from the dribbler, I think, three, four times already. Inbound right to the right elbow. Inside now to Grady Seltz. Nothing there. Kicks it out to Jansen, who takes a three left wing. This one's short, and but rebound brought in by A.J. Fritz. Keeps possession alive. Goes down the right side of the lane. This one's no good, and Graham Shepard brings in that one. Here come the Lakers. In transition, Leighton Crone is going to be fouled on his way to the basket. No signal yet. Looks like this is going to be on the floor. Foul goes against number five. Grady Seltz, his first and team's first of this first quarter. This is your first time listening this season. Fouls have changed this year. Fouls reset at each quarter. And bonus starts out with two foul or free throw shots at the start of every quarter at foul number five. Substitution comes in right now for Lakers, and he pops a three immediately. That is Mason Carr. The fouls or shot's no good. Lakers brings in the rebound. And the putback is put up by Lucas Wainer. He is fouled, and he is fouled by Grady Seltz, who suddenly has two fouls for the Van Axe Hatches. 
Badax doesn't need him to get in foul trouble. No, that's, that's, that's quite critical for Badax <laughs> to keep Grady Seltz on the floor. Lucas Wainer's first free throw is no good. He's just a 55% free throw shooter on the season. Five of nine, and now five of ten after that missed free throw. Second free throw, no good. But Badax could not bring in the rebound, and Connor Boyle knocks it out of bounds for the Hatchets. So Leighton Crone will inbound left side of a radio underneath their own hoop for Lakers. Trailing Bad Axe 5-2. Caden Carver gets the inbound, takes the mid-range jump shot. This one's no good. And they're going to say rebound goes out of bounds. Bad Axe ball. Lakers does have a size advantage, and they're trying to impose that on the offensive end. Gotten a lot of hands on a lot of balls and a number of offensive rebounds already. Bad Axe leading by three, 5-2. It's a 5-0 run for the Hatchets. Tickets to this point. Over to the left wing to Damon Blackstock. Mason Carr comes up with a steal and gets into the hands of Caden Caribou. That's the first turnover for Badax tonight. Graham Shepard back over to Mason Carr. Pops a three. This one is good. We are tied. Mason Carr makes it a 5-5 ball game. Stops the 5-0 run from Lakers. Badax taking their time now. At the left wing, pops a three. Jansen is good. Jansen responds with a three of their own. And it's now back to a three-point lead for Badax, 8-5. Into the low post. Caden Carafu back to Lucas Wainer. And he has the touch, and it's in for two points. Lucas Wainer's first points of the night gives Lakers the lead. Excuse me, Badax's lead cut down to one, eight to seven. Into the corner, Blackstock, downside, is blocked from behind by Caden Caribou. That was the shot from A.J. Fritz. Badax is the rebound, though, puts the shot up. Another one from Fritz. This one doesn't touch anything, and rebound brought in by Lakers. High post, top of the key for three. Leighton Crone's no good, and rebound brought in by Badax. Both teams certainly... In no hurry to set up a stationary offense here. Coming down and shooting this one's no good as well from about the free throw line. Rebound brought in by Caden Carver for Lakers. Mason guards out of the key at the free throw line now with the floater. And this one's no good. And rebound with a big body on it. That'd be six foot Will Laskowski. Eight to seven. Bad X by one point. Two minutes, 20 seconds left in the first. Over the right wing. Into the corner to Michael Jansen. Jansen back up to the top. To Connor Boyle, the three is no good. Rebound still being fought for, and they're going to say he stepped out of bounds. That is number 10, Damon Blackstock, Laker ball. Like you said, there's not a not a lot of offensive continuity here. It's two passes and shoot it. Kind of that uh, if you can see it, you can shoot it uh, mentality a little bit right now. I would say so. Down to low post to Caden Carefoo. Double team comes, kicks it back out to Mason Carr. He mishandles the pass at the top of the key. Over to the left wing to Wainer. Back to Carefoo in the short corner. One dribble to the basket and in for two points. For Caden Carefoo, he has four and Lakers leads nine to nine to eight now with a 4-0 run of themselves. If Lakers would go there every time, Badax would have a really tough time stopping Carefoo yeah. down there. Yes, they would. Three, though, in response from Michael Jansen. That's his second three of the night. Makes it Badax 11, Lakers 9. A minute 25 remains. 
He's run that same play three times now. He's made two of them. Mason Carr down to Lucas Wainer, the right block. Turns to the basket, nothing there. Opposite block to Keen Carver into the corner. Graham Shepard for the three. This one's off the mark. Rebound, though, brought in by Wainer. He puts it back off the glass, in for two. Nice move there from the freshman. 11-11. One minute, three seconds left in the first quarter. We are tied for the third time, their second time tonight. Three lead changes, two ties. In the corner, dribbling would be Connor Boyle. Back to Blackstock against Carr. Dribbles to his left, blows past him at the free elbow now. Can't hang on to it. Mason Carr scoops it up. There's another turnover. The second of the night for Badaxe. Lakers in transition, now slowing things down. Mason Carr over to Graham Shepard, right wing. Gets a screen from Carr to his left. Uses it now, gives it back to Carr, who pops the three. This one's no good. And long rebound brought in by Connor Boyle. 11 to 11, 23 seconds and counting here in the first quarter. Bad axe on offense. Blackstock against Carr. Give and go down the right block to Fritz. This one's no good. And rebound brought in by Lakers. 13 seconds left. Carr pump fakes at the left wing. Now he takes a three. This one's off the mark. And rebound trying to be fought for, and it goes out of bounds. It'll be Laker ball with 4.6 seconds left in the quarter. Still tied 11 to 11. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say here. <laughs> The inbound to the short corner for Lucas Wainer. Jump shot. This one's no good. And the putback, is it going to be in time? No, it's not. Leighton Crone is rejected by Bound. The backboard. And we've ended the first quarter the same way we started it. Tied, except 11 points each between Manax and Lakers on the WLW Sports Network. <laughs> We have played eight minutes and we are tied 11 apiece between Bad Axe and Lakers from Bad Axe, Michigan. Steve Bone, your thoughts there from the first quarter? Uh, shooting was atrocious both ways. Uh, 5 of 17 for Lakers, uh, 3 of 14 for Bad I just look, I don't understand what Lakers are doing. They got Caribou down low. He does a nice job kicking it out, and he really gives them a tough time inside for Badax. I don't know why they should run their offense completely through him and then work off of that. Badax starts out on offense. 7.30 left in the first half. Fritz in the corner looking to get it somewhere back up to the top. Two number 11 goes down to the basket. That is Connor Boyle. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Graham Shepard. We have a whistle and a foul on Badax. I like what Badax did. They brought uh, Seltz back in. Again, I always say it all the time. You get five fouls. Sometimes coaches get too conservative. They put them on the bench the whole first half, and then they end up the game with three fouls, and <laughs> you've lost all that offensive production. It's like they ain't been in the game. So, <laughs> seven twelve left in the second quarter. Eleven to eleven. Top of the key. New man in there for Lakers. That's number twenty-four, Cade Tremner. Goes out of the baseline. Graham Shepard takes the jump shot. No good. Tremner puts the put back. That one's no good. And the last touch by a Laker jersey. Bad axe ball. Again, a little bit of a four shot on the baseline there. It just seems like they could be more patient, get better shots. They're just shooting at the first shot they, they can see. A foul a moment ago from Bad Axe was on A.J. Fritz, his first. In the meantime, 
Grady Seltz back in the ball game. He pops a three. He nails it. It's now Lakers trailing Bad Axe by three points. Bad Axe 14, Lakers 11. Six and a half to play in the second quarter. Down to the low block. Cade Tremner goes to work, turns to the basket, puts it in, and it's good. Mini hook shot there from the sophomore. He has six points. It's a one-point game, 14 to 13. 6.23 left in the second quarter. Out of the key. Grady Seltz takes another three. This one's no good off the back of the iron, but a rebound brought in by Badex and puts it off the glass. Would be number 31, Graham Seltz. This one's no good, and this time ripped down by the Lakers, Graham Shepard. Big body coming off of the, the bench there, Graham Shepard, or Graham Seltz for Badax. Again, that last possession of Lakers worked it around, went down to Caribou. Just, I mean, he's really good down there, and he's tough to defend. He's got up and unders. He's got a little spin move to the baseline, and he finishes around the basket, and he also passes well from there. Leighton Crone inbounds into the backcourt to Graham Shepard. 14-13, Badax leading by one point. Graham Shepard for the Lakers takes the jump shot from the right elbow. This is no good. Rebound brought in by Connor Boyle. Here comes Badax. Ninth rebound, tenth rebound of the night for Badax. Lakers with 13. They try to feed it down low, and it's going to be knocked loose by a Laker defender. Hand goes out of bounds. Badax ball, right side of the radio, underneath their own basket. Inbounding would be Damon Blackstock. Inbounds to Will Laskowski. Laskowski going against Tremner. Back outside to Blackstock. Back into the hands of Michael Jansen. Jansen pullback jump shot from 16 feet, no good. And rebound brought in by Leighton Crone for Lakers. In transition, down to Kading uh, Caribou. Goes to work against the triple team. This is blocked from behind, out of bounds, and it will be Laker ball. Leighton Crone will inbound for the Lakers, trailing by one point to Bad Axe, 14-13. Into Cade Trepner. Top of the key. To number 11, Luke Good. Luke Good starts his dribble at the free throw line. Back over to Leighton Crone, left wing for three. This one's no more good. Rebound, Cade, Cade Trebner, and he is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Nice minutes here from Cade Trebner to the 5'11 junior. Yeah, he gets down low, hangs out there, battles for every offensive rebound. Graham Seltz will be called for the foul, his first team second of the quarter. First free throw is good, and we are tied with 5.07 remaining in the first half. And it remains tied as the second free throw, no good. Long rebound, and it'll be Laker Baldo. Yeah, Caribou hit it off the bat axe player. Get him another possession. 5.06 remains in the second, 14 to 14. Lakers on offense. Top of the key, Luke Good. Starts his dribble at the right, le left elbow. Back over to Graham Shepard for three. In and out, no good. Gets his own rebound, though. In the corner. Back to the top to Leighton Crone. He starts his dribble. Nothing there. Down to inside the loop. Good. Triple team comes back out. Back out to Cade Tremner for three. No. And rebound brought in by Badax. 14 to 14. Lakers one for nine from the arc right now. Not the 9% is not what you're looking for on your home court. And now 1 for 10 is a missed three-pointer from Michael Jansen. Here comes Lakers. Graham Shepard 
Down to Leighton Crone, down to the baseline. Spins out of that one. Nothing there, though. And feeds it back out to Cade Trebner at the right wing. Extended into the corner to Crone. Once again, dribbles inside to the right block. Goes up strong. And he was out of control, but they're going to bail him out with a foul on Badax. And sends Leighton Crone to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against number 40, Will Laskowski, his first team's third of the quarter. Good Lakers, like I said, they're one for nine from the arc and they've had really good looks. So I like Crone put his head down going to the basket that time instead of settling for the three. First free throw is no good from Leighton Crone. He's a 68% free throw shooter on the season. 24 of 35 entering the evening. Cade Trebner sits down. Mason Carr checks back in. Second free throw is good. 4-11 remaining in the second quarter, and we have a Lakers lead now, 15-14. Fifth lead change of the night, and we have a held ball on the inbound. Mason Carr got his hands in there, but we have a timeout called first by Eric Glaza and the Hatchets. With 4.08 left in the second, it's Lakers 15, Badax 14 on the WLW Sports Network. Listening to the WLW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey, Steve Bone, with your call tonight. We have a barn burner so far. Lakers 15, Badax 14. Five lead changes. And if I can even read my handwriting, three ties so far in this ballgame. Badax has called a full timeout. Trailing by one, which saved a turnover on a held ball. Badax left right across the radar. Michael Jansen across midcourt. And it's tipped out of bounds by a Laker. Badax ball right in front of Lakers bench. Right side of your radio. Yeah, on that miss, on that made free throw, Lakers jumped into a full court press, had him tied up. Cass City called, or I mean, Badax called timeout right away. Now on this end of the floor, Lakers has come out in a 1 3 1 zone versus their man. And they feed it in on the inbound to Grady Seltz inside the paint. Nothing there. Over to AJ Fritz goes down the baseline. He is pickpocketed. And now it's a loose ball, and now Mason Gar has it. That's the third turnover for Badax this evening. Both teams with three. Into the corner, Leighton Crone down to Lucas Weiner. Opposite block to Caden Caribou. Starts his dribble. Nothing there. Back to Mason Carr. Right wing extended. And it's stolen away by A.J. Fritz. Fritz slows things up now at the right wing. And the right block. And Connor Boyle couldn't stop himself in time and traveled with it. Yep. Dragged his pivot foot. Both teams with four turnovers now. 327 left in the second, 15 to 14. Lakers still leading by one point. Three and a half to play in the first half. Mason guard top of the key being guarded by Michael Jansen. Or Leighton Crone inside the paint. Jump stop and floaters, no good. AJ Fritz brings in the rebound for the Hatches. Tough shot floating yeah. into the lane there. Off balance and fading away from the basket yeah. at the same time. Jansen to the high post. Two Graham Seltz, nothing there. Into the short corner to A.J. Fritz. Goes down the baseline, fouled, count the basket, and one. A.J. Fritz with a power move. Takes a chance at a three-point old-fashioned play here. Count the basket. Foul goes against number 21, Lucas Weiner, his first, and Lakers' first of this quarter. So now it's bad X 16, Lakers 15. 2.59 left in the second quarter. Substitutions. 
Coming in for the shooter after the basket. That's a first made basket for Badax tonight inside the arc. You're right. <laughs> it is. Actually, it was really nice. I mean, it was under control. Went up strong, under control. Just going to knock down the free throw to finish the three-point play. Prince's free throw, no good. So it's 16 to 15. And Badax, now Lakers actually in trouble. And now feed it up to Caden Care with top of the key. Down to Lucas Weiner in between the high and low posts. Spinning, pivoting. Now starts his dribble. Loose ball. And it is coughed up and brought in by Damon Blackstock for the Hatchets. Turnover number five for the green and white. Badax 16. Lakers 50. Back and forth ball game so far. Largest lead of the night was four. And that was early. Actually three. I take that back. Five to two. Badax was leading. Now it's Maddox by one, 16 to 15, 212 left in the second. At the left elbow, or the left wing into the corner to Fritz, being guarded by Wainer from afar. At the right elbow, now to the right wing. Blackstock starts his dribble against Carr, gets a double screen at each elbow. Fritz for three in the corner, this one's long, and another long rebound brought in and saved by Connor Boyle for Badax's offensive possession. Top of the key, resetting the offense back into the hands of Michael Jansen, the 5'9 junior. Averages 12 and a half entering this evening. A.J. Fritz takes his chance inside the lane. The hook shot's no good on the reverse layup and rebound brought in by Caden Caribou. Caribou over to Carr, right, left wing. Starts to dribble around the perimeter. Leighton Crone into the right corner, down to the Luke, Lucas Wainer. Opposite block, King Caribou wide open as always. And Caribou has eight, and Lakers now lead 17 to 16. It's a really nice pass. Yes, it was. From Wainer, seeing him, they, they come across, doubled him. Left Caribou wide open underneath for the easy one. Top of the key, Blackstock over to Jansen. Jansen slows things down and calls a play. Being guarded from eight feet by Leighton Crone. Over to Blackstock against Carr. Now back to Jansen. Goes down the right side of the lane. Pivots away. Jump shot fade away. It's no good. And Lucas Wainer brings in the rebound for Lakers. Again, really tough shot. Less than a minute to play in the first half. 17-16 Lakers on offense. Leighton Crone off balance. This one's no good. Ugly shot. That rebound brought in by Mason Carr, and it's going to be a hell ball. Possession arrow, Lakers. Forty-four seconds left. Lakers, like you said, Caden Carver is wide open nearly every single time, especially going with that opposite block. God, if they can get there. Just don't understand why they should. He should touch every possession. And meanwhile, Graham Shepard takes a three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Badax. So they'll get one more shot here with 35 seconds left in the half. Lakers 17, Badax 16. Jansen dribbling against Crone. Now hands it off to Blackstock. Going with the weave here into the hands of Connor Boyle. Boyle goes inside the lane into the corner to Laskowski. Back to Blackstock. Blackstock to Boyle. Boyle back to Jansen. 12 seconds. Trailing by one to Lakers at, in the late second quarter here. Inside the lane, and we have a foul. Jansen was tripped up inside the lane. Looks like it's on the floor. So with 7.7 .7 seconds left, Maddox will inbound underneath their own basket. Foul goes against number five. Mason Carr, his first, and team second. Will Oskowski sits down and checking back in. Grady Seltz, who averages 12.6 leading score for the Badax Hatchets. The inbounds to Jansen. Back to Grady Seltz. Takes the three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Shepard. Caribou to midcourt. Lucas Wainer with the half-court. Shot's no good. 
And we've reached halftime with a one-point slim lead for the Youngton Pigeon Bayport Lakers. 17-60. Lakers leading Bad Axe. The Hatchets couldn't put together something in the final seven seconds. You're listening to the W at LW Sports Network. After two quarters of play, we have ourselves a one-point ball game. Lakers 17, Bad Axe 16. It's halftime, and the Lakers lead by the slimmest of margins, 17-16 to 16 over the Bad Axe Hatchets. We've seen seven lead changes and three ties in this ballgame. The largest lead was Bad Axe by three points. Lakers led by Mays by one, and that's what the difference is right now. At the end of the first quarter, it was 11-11, to 11, all squared up. In the second quarter, Lakers outscores Bad Axe 6-5 to lead by one point, 17-16. Caden Caribou leads the Lakers with eight points. Lucas Weiner with four. Mason Carr at three points, then one free throw each for Cade Tremner and Leighton Crone. For the Bad Axe Hatches, they're led by Michael Jansen with eight points, all coming in the first quarter. Grady Seltz at six, a three-pointer in each quarter, and A.J. Fritz with two points. As a team, Bad Axe two for four from the free throw line for 50%. Lakers two of six for 33%. Bad Axe with four turnovers. Lakers with five turnovers. Rebounding heavily in Lakers' favor, 22-14. to 14. Lakers with 14 defensive rebounds, 8 on the offensive glass. Lakers, or Banax, with 9 defensive rebounds, 5 offensive boards tonight. Steve Bowen, what do you have for shooting? Uh, we'll start off with Lakers. Uh, well, <laughs> there's a lot of shooting. A lot of shooting. Lot, not a lot of making right now. Um, it's an old-fashioned rock fight here. <laughs> It's not good. But anyways. You can't say things like that while I'm mid-drink here, Steve. <laughs> so, anyways, Lakers was 6-18 inside the arc uh, down low. So, uh, 33%. Uh, Caribou was 4-6. So, I don't know why he's not touching it more down there. But, anyways, and then on the arc, they were 1-12 for 8%. So, for the first half, they shot 23%. Uh, that uh, adds up to 17 points, which is not very good. But then you go to the other end and gets a little worse. <laughs> Bad X surprisingly made one shot inside the arc. One shot inside of the arc. Inside the arc. They were 1 of 14 for 7%. Now, as a coach, you got to believe that's got to change. There's well, no way. It can't go shoot. much lower. Yeah, how do you, sh- you can't shoot under 10%. Now, again, Lakers does have a size advantage in there, and they're contesting those shots and making them tough. So, but on the outside of the arc, they are 4 of 12 for 33%. Uh, 33%, you'll take that. That's like shooting 50% on the inside. So, anyways, they're 5 of 26 for the half for 19%. Um, kind of, uh, we talked in the pregame, offense has got to change for both these teams for them to be successful. They got to score more points. They got to find somebody who can score. Like I said, Lakers had some really good looks from the arc. Just, I mean, they didn't go in, but they didn't look like they were going in either when it left their hands. Now, on the other end, um, Bad Axes had some tough shots from the arc. Shoot some just, you know, pull-ups coming off the dribble, pull-ups just catch and shoot. Seltz and Jansen 
got nice looking shots. If they're left open, they're going to knock them down. So Lakers do a nice job getting out on them, force them to take some tough threes. So, but anyways, it'll be an interesting second half, that's for sure. Bannex inbounds to start the second half. Steve, what's the one thing you want to see Bannex do in the second half? I'd like to see him be more patient. Get get Souths and Jansen their shots in the right spots. And well, in the meantime, there you go. Damon Blackstock takes the shot and he makes the three. Just like that, Bannex the back out on top, 19 to 17, seven minutes. 37 seconds left in the third quarter. But again, that shot was not forced. It was just a nice little move off of the screen and get a feet set. Nice shot. For the Lakers, they feed it inside. And the jump shot from Caden Carvu in the middle of the paint is no good. And rebound brought in by the Hatchets. Into the left corner, wide open Blackstock for another three. And this one is two days shipped into the hands of Luke Swainer. And here comes Lakers in transition. And Caden Care, or excuse me, Leighton Crone puts it through for two points. He has three. And now we are tied at 19. 19 to 19. Seven minutes left in the third quarter. Top of the key. Pops the three. This is off the mark from number 44, A.J. Fritz. And rebound brought in by Lakers. And a foul is called on Damon Blackstock on the rebound. Again, he catches that pass down by his knees just brings it up and shoots it. it's not like he did catch it in rhythm feet weren't set it's just a just just a bad shot it let the offense work meanwhile Graham Shepard goes down the right side of the lane off balance he is fouled he goes to the free throw line for two shots so we've heard what you want to see differently from the bad axe hatchets what about the Elkton Pigeon Bay Four Lakers again they need more more patient attack the basket go inside Caribou needs to touch it a lot more than he had in the first half and I don't know if you've noticed, but the first three possessions, they've gone downhill at the basket. Caribou got a touch, got a good shot out front. So McClellan, Coach McClellan, I'm sure that was a halftime talk. Let's get the ball inside where we can do some damage, use our size advantage. If the three's wide open, your feet are set, then we'll shoot that. First free throw was good, and the second free throw is the same. 21-19 after Graham Shepard goes two for two from the free throw line on that trip. 21-19, Lakers now leading. Nine lead changes, four ties in this ballgame, and no one has led more than by three points. Here's a three from Grady Seltz, and by the crowd sounds, you guessed it, it is a good. Again, nice shot in rhythm. Had to shoot it over Crone, who was right on him, so it was a tough shot. But he's got a nice-looking shot. It's now 22-21, Bad Axe, and Leighton Crone goes down the left block. He puts the shot up. He is fouled. And he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against, I do believe that is number 10, Damon Blackstock. Nope. They call that on Willisowski. His second. Team's third. So Leighton Crone back at the free throw line. And I couldn't I did not see if that went in or not. No, it did not. It did not, okay. My head was down in a moment. Well, it really wasn't the be. prettiest of free throws you're saying? No, it didn't. I guess it nicked the rim. Okay. <laughs> that's why it looked like maybe it gotcha. went in. Gotcha. All right. That's, that's why I was so confused. <laughs> Second free throw is good. That there. one looked much better. Yes. So Lakers now ties it at 22 apiece with 6.14 remaining in the third quarter. 22 to 22. 6.05 remains in the third. All squared between Badax and Lakers here in Badax. To the right wing. Do Grady Seltz. Had early foul trouble in this game. He's back out there now. 
Blackstock in the corner, starts his dribble against Graham Shepard. Now Seltz takes a three left wing. This one's off the mark. Bounces high and bounces in. Grady Seltz with his 4-3 of the evening. Puts Spanax in their largest tie. their largest lead at 3-25-22. There's that shooter's touch there. Yes. Lakers inside. Lucas Wainer back to the top to Leighton Crone. Over to Graham Shepard. Back to Crone. Down the low post to King Carew. Can't hang on to it. And it's going to be Lakers ball. Again, Lakers taking everything to the basket, which is good. They should put the pressure on Bad X. Wide open on the inbound is Luke Good for the three. This one's off the mark. Rebound Lucas Wainer, the freshman, into Kane Carevu inside the middle of the lane and in for two points. Kane Carevu has a nose to get open inside the paint, and he does there and brings back Lakers within one point, 25 to 24. 5-10 remains in the third. Into the corner, Black Sox against Shepard. Black Sock over to the left wing to Connor Boyle. Boyle now back to Grady Seltz. Dribbly to Jansen. Michael Jansen, 5'9", junior. Grady Seltz, a 6-foot junior. Back out to Boyle. Boyle starts to dribble down the right side of the lane, and we have a whistle and a travel. That'll be the fifth turnover for Bad Axe tonight, their first of his third quarter. Substitution, Graham Seltz checks in. He's a 6-foot freshman, replacing Damon Blackstock, the 5'10", junior. Other for the Lakers right now, we have Graham Shepard, Luke Good, Caden Caravu, Lucas Wainer, and Leighton Crone. Down to the low post to Caden Caravu and double team. That puts this one up. This one's no good. Loose ball, and we have a push called by Cade Walsh. <laughs> Caden Caravu was perhaps had a misdemeanor mug on him when he went up for that basket. Yeah. That was called, and there was a push on the rebound. And that'll be called on Graham Seltz, his second, team's fourth. Almost hate to count that as a missed shot as, right. hard, as hard as he got hit. <laughs> in the meantime, they feed it down to Lucas Wainer down the left side of the lane, and this one's no good. And rebound brought in by Maddox. 25-24, Maddox by one point, four minutes and 20 seconds left in the third. In the left corner, A.J. Fritz. Back to the top to Graham Seltz to Grady Seltz. Back to Fritz, starts his dribble. Now the free throw line, Graham Seltz, freshman. Back to Jansen. Now to the hands of Grady Seltz, right wing extended. Back to Jansen. Lucas, Luke Good on him. Dives inside the lane. Nice dive to the basket for Michael Jansen. And he has 10 points, 27 to 24. Again, nice patience, found the opening in the defense, really attacked it, made a really nice finish with the left hand. Leighton Crone dives inside the lane. Jump shot fading away is no good. A rebound by Leighton Crone, the left block. Spinning, puts this one up, and this one is good. He has five points in this quarter, six of the night, 27 to 26. Both teams exchanging baskets the whole way out here. Into the corner, two Fritz, four Badax. Leading by one point, 27-26. And we have an offensive foul called on Badax. Cleared him out with the arm. This foul will go against Graham Seltz, his third. And team's fifth. It's a ball control foul, so there are no free throws attempted, despite that being the fifth team foul for Bad X this quarter. 27-26, Lakers back on offense, trailing by one point, 3-18 left in the third. Graham Seltz, or Graham Shepard, excuse me, dribbling to his left. Into the hands of Kane Caravu, now gives it back to Shepard. 
Shepard to the right wing to Clayton Crone. Starts his dribble, nothing there. Picks it up in between the high and low post on a give and go to inside to Lucas Wainer. In for two points, and we have a lead change. Now Lakers on top, 28-26. to 26. It's a 4-0 run for the Lakers. Nice patience, good basket cut. They found him for an easy layup. 28-27, ties Lakers' largest of the night. At just one point. <laughs> Inside to Graham Seltz. Lowered the shoulder, shuffled his feet, and makes it count. And that's the freshman's first points of the night. Gives the lead back to Banax, 29-28. Inside the lane, off balance, Leighton Crone draws the foul. And foul will go against the Banax Hatchets, team sixth. And foul goes against number 44, A.J. Fritz. Again, I like what Lakers is doing offensively, being more, a little more patient, really attacking the basket off the dribble or the basket cut. They've only shot one three this quarter, which is good for them. They need to go inside. Leighton Crone's first free throw is good. We're now tied at 29. 227 left. And the second free throw is good, so Lakers has retaken the lead. Run out of space here in my boxes. Setting a record for lead change. <laughs> Feels like it's Indiana against Iowa in 1997 <laughs> or something here. Down the left block, and Jansen goes up for the shot. Blocked what appeared to be cleanly by Caden Caribou, but the foul is called. This will send Michael Jansen to the free throw line for two shots. And tie Laker one-point lead. Michael Jansen has the opportunity to take the lead back for the Hatchets. Second foul against Caden Carafu. And the free throw is good from Michael Jansen. Tie ball game at 30 apiece. Michael Jansen at the free throw line for the Hatchets. And it's good. Bad axe back on top. Seventh lead change this quarter alone. 14 on the night. 31 to 30. Bad X by one point. Two minutes remain in the third quarter still. Graham Shepard goes down the baseline. Nothing there. Pivots. Pivots off to Kidding Caribou. He puts it in for two points. Caribou at 12. Nice jump stop on the baseline. Get Caribou on the dive. Easy basket again. Again, they go to Caribou. Good things happen every time. 32 to 31. Lakers by one point. Back up to the top to Boyle. Now Michael Jansen pops the three at the top of the key, and he nails it. Bad X by two points, 34 to 32. And the ninth lead change of this quarter. Left wing, Graham Shepard dribbling to his right. Over to the right wing to Mason Carr, checked in just a moment ago. Feeds it down to Caden, or Cade Trevner. Trevner back to Shepard, high post, to left wing, Leighton Crone for three, and it's stuck in between the backboard and the rim. So that will be possession arrow, possession arrow Lakers, and it's on the higher portion of the rim, and no one can get there, so there's Caden Caribou to clear things out. For the sake of Michael Jansen, we won't say who was it for the Bad X Hatchets, who couldn't quite clear that one out. I don't know if anybody on the Banax <laughs> team could have got that ball down. I thought they were going to go to the janitor's closet to get the broom. 
Leighton Crone will inbound to Caden Caravu. Back up to Mason Carr over to the right wing. Graham Shepard pops a three, and this one's good. And we have a timeout called by Bill McClellan Jr. and the Lakers of 30-second timeout with 103 remaining in the third. Lakers by one point, 35-34. to 34. Lakers by one point. We've had 10 lead changes in this quarter alone for 17 this evening. Maddox nearly turns it over. 51 seconds left in the third quarter. Back to the top to Grady Seltz against Carr at the high post to Willowskowski. Willowskowski hands it back off to A.J. Fritz. Fritz dives inside the lane. Nothing there. Puts it up off the glass. Rims in and out. No good. And rebound brought in by Shepard. In transition, Mason Carr is wide open at the right block. And he's fouled on his way up. Count the basket and one for the Lakers. Mason Carr with his fifth point, trying to make it six with a main free throw. And the Lakers have their largest lead of the night at three. 37-34 as it stands right now. Foul goes against number two. Michael Jensen is second. Free throw is good. It's now a four-point lead, 38-34. Maddox with the ball, trailing by four points. 20 seconds left in the third quarter. Jansen into the corner for the three from Boyle. It's good! <laughs> Boyle's first points of the night makes it a one-point game, 37-38. Lakers by one. Down the block to Kaden Caribou. Topped, and Kaden Caribou is fouled. By Grady Seltz, that'll be his third personal and team's eighth. And this will put Caden Caribou to the free throw line with four seconds remaining in the third quarter still. We have a whole nother quarter to go. 38-37, to 37, Lakers hanging on to a one-point lead at the moment. Well, just the time you think somebody's going to maybe stretch this lead out a little bit. And the first free throw from Caribou is no good. Bounces high and bounces out. Caribou in the season, a 68% free throw shooter. Four seconds left, trying to extend a one-point lead for the Lakers. And he cannot. Rebound brought in by Badax. Jansen pops a three. This one's off the mark. We've reached the end of the third quarter with Lakers leading by one point, 38-37 on the WLW Sports Network. Well, suddenly the offense comes out in a flurry from both teams. We've had 17 lead changes in this ballgame and seven ties. 38-37, Lakers by one point. Banak starts out the fourth quarter on offense. As they try to feed it down inside, two Graham Seltz kicks it back out. Top of the key. Over to the left wing to A.J. Fritz, slowing things down for the Hatchets, trailing by one point to the green and white. Back to Fritz in the corner now against Lucas Weiner. Michael Jansen back to Fritz. Fritz 
at the left wing to Grady Seltz. Three's no good. Long rebound there brought in by younger brother Graham Seltz. And it is stripped away by Lucas Wayne. That's the sixth turnover for the Van Eyck Sanchez tonight. And Michael Jansen steals it away going the other way. Six turnovers for Lakers as well. And it's now all over the place, and they can't hang on to it. And Michael Jansen coughed it up back into the hands of Graham Shepard. Shepard back to the top, down to the low post to Caden Carvu. He is, goes up strong, no call. And the rebound brought in by Badax. Wow, he got whacked He hard. got really hammered on that one. Ay, ay, ay. Badax taking their time at the three for Boyle in the left wing. No good. He made one just a moment ago in the third. This one's no good. And here we are with Badax on offense, trailing by one point, 38 to 37. The shot's no good. Rebound, though, brought in by Badax. And Jansen takes a three. This one's short. And Luke Good brings in the rebound for the Lakers. Limited rebounding in that third quarter because practically, practically everything went in. Stripped away by Jansen. Here come the Hatchets. In transition, this one is good. From number two, Michael Jansen, he has 17. That acts on top, 39-38. to 38. Turn that turnover into two easy points. 5.35 left in the fourth quarter. And we have a held ball as they get it down to Caden Caribou. Double team came in, one from behind him. And they're going to call a held ball, possession arrow Lakers. Wow. I don't know how you grab a guy from behind like that and get a jump ball. You need to have a long wingspan and don't touch him, Steve. It's a big guy. Uh, highly effective. It's a big guy you reach <laughs> around there. Wow. Well, Lakers stays on offense. Five and a half left in the fourth. 39-38. Maddox by one. It's stolen away by Jansen. Going the other way. Jansen with the layup. And Jansen with two points. Makes it now a three-point lead. 41-38 to with 5-19 remaining in the fourth quarter. It's a 7-0 run for the Hatchets to lead by three. And we have a whistle. And it'll be a blocking foul on the Maddox Hatchets. Foul goes against number three. Now, there is no number three. It must be number two. Michael Jansen, his third. Yeah. First team foul in the fourth quarter for Badax. Caden Carver gets the inbound, and he is fouled as he's trying to pass it to the opposite corner. It'll be Badax ball, or Laker ball, on their own baseline. Foul goes against number 31. Graham Seltz, his fourth. Team second. So he sits down. As replaced by Will Laskowski, six-foot junior, averages two and a half points per game. Lakers inbounds to Caden Caribou. Back to the top of the key to Leighton Crone, left wing. Left elbow now, that free-throw line inside the right elbow. Back out to Graham Shepard, pops the three, it's up and it's no good. Rebound fought for and bodies all over the floor and brought in by Damon Blackstock for Badax. 41-38, Badax by three points. We knew it was going to be close. We didn't expect it to be this close. And we have a timeout called by Eric Glasset and the Hatchets with 4.47 left in the fourth quarter. Bad Axe 41, Lakers 38 on the W, LW Sports Network.
Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Maddox comes out of timeout, and they get to Michael Jansen at the top of the key, and he hits a three. That's right when you heard the crowd noises. It's now 44-38. to Maddox steals it. Michael Jansen can't get the transition bucket to count, but now we have a foul, and it's going to be an offensive on Maddox. 4.08 remains. And the foul will go against number 44, A.J. Fritz, his third, team's third as well. Yeah, Maddox called that timeout. Set up a play for Jansen. They ran it to perfection. A little elevator screen at the top of the key and hit the three. Jansen with 22 points in the night so far. He averages 12 and a half entering this evening. 44 to 38. Maddox by six points. Leighton Crone goes, passes it over to the opposite block to Caden Carafu. Goes through his hands. And that will result in the fifth turnover of this quarter. Ten on the night for the Lakers. There's that five-foot bullet pass there. Yeah. <laughs> So, Banach substitutes Will Laskowski down and brings in Damon Blackstock. Banach will inbound with a six-point lead. Mind you, they were trailing by four points, 38-34. Now they lead 44-38 on a 10-0 run here. Since 1.31 left in the third quarter. Three minutes and 40 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. Now they lead by six. Blackstock nearly pickpocketed by Shepard. Stenton hangs on to it in the give-and-go to Fritz. Down the low block, in for two points. Fritz has four, and now it's 46-38, a eight-point lead for the Hatchets. Maddox not going down without a fight. They in the errant pass, throws it out of bounds, intended for Caden Caribou, well off the mark. And a timeout, full timeout called by Bill McClellan for Lakers. It's Maddox by eight points with 324 left in the fourth quarter. Maddox 46, Lakers 38. Maddox starting to put a stranglehold on this game as they go on the fake full court press. They get it down to A.J. Fritz in underneath the hoop, and he traveled with it, shoveled his feet. That's the eighth turnover for the Hatchets, and Lakers avoids disaster there. 46-38, they still trail Maddox by eight points. Maddox has come out in a flurry and has gone on a 10-0 run here to take the lead. Three minutes, five seconds remain in regulation. Over the right wing to Graham Shepard, pops the three for the right wing. No good. High rebound brought in by Brady Seltz for the Hatchets. Got three minutes to play. You're down eight. Get good shots, good shots. Feet weren't set. Fading away. Shoots a three. That's a bad shot there. Maddox taking their time. Brady Seltz hands it off to Jansen. Jansen over to the left wing. And he can't lose the handle on it. Brought in by Lucas Wainer. Wainer, the freshman, bringing it up for the Lakers. Into the corner to the car. Back to Wainer. Off the glass in for two. Nice move there. Lucas Wainer with eight. And it's the first points since 31 seconds left in the third quarter. 2.29 left in the fourth now, 46-40. Maddox gets the lead, cut down to six. A.J. Fritz is going to the free throw line for two shots as he put it up. And we have a late whistle, and Fritz will attempt two free throws here. So there's 2.19 left in the game here. Maddox got two nice guards with Seltz and Jansen. They handled the ball pretty nice. They can run the clock out. Uh, Lakers got to have a little more desperation on the defensive end. That's their first foul in this quarter. A.J. Fritz entering this evening is 4 of 12 from the free throw line for 33%. He misses the first one. 
So if you're going to follow anyone. One of the guys. It's one of the guys. <laughs> no offense to A.J. Fritz. Second free throw. No good. Rebound, oh. though, brought in by Badax. Still loose ball. Now Mason Carr has it. And we have a timeout called by Eric Glaza and the Hatches with 2.15 left in the fourth quarter. Badax 46, Lakers 40 on the WLW Sports Network. Meanwhile, back of the ranch, Maddox tries to inbound. Lakers tips it out. So Maddox will try this one again. Grady Seltz will inbound to the high post and top of the key to Damon Blackstock. And we have a whistle. And this is going to be a block on the Lakers. Push is the official call. And goes against Leighton Crone, his first. Team's first of this Team second of this fourth quarter as well. Maddox by six points, 46 to 40. Two minutes and 10 seconds remain in regulation. Maddox has led as many as by eight points. That was just a moment ago. Maddox down to the low block to Fritz. This is blocked by Caravu cleanly. Here come the Lakers trailing by six. Caravu to Crone, top of the key. Over to the right wing to Shepard to Lucas Weiner. The hook shot left-handed in. Bounces around, no good. Caden Caravu puts it back in, in for two points. And Lakers... Fighting back now. It's a four-point game, 46-42, minute 45 remains. Jay Fritz can't get the putback as Grady Seltz's shot's no good. Grady Seltz tries to save it, bounces it off of A.J. Fritz, and it's Laker ball. Oh, I'm not sure what I just saw there from <laughs> Coach Claus has got to be going <laughs> crazy. Calm down. I mean, you got the guards, pull it out, go to the basket when it's, you got a wide-open layup. If you don't have it, just pull it back out. They've had 11 turnovers combined between the two squads now. Going to the low post, and it's Lucas Wehner gets fouled on his way up from the left block. He'll go to the free-throw line for two shots. And that is the fourth team foul for the Hatchets in the second against Damon Blackstock. Lakers still at two. Winner's first free throw, no good. Short into the left, and the season he's 55% free throw shooter. 46 to 42. It's a four-point game, two-possession game. Minute 26 remains. Second free throw is good. It's a three-point game. 46 to 43. 5-0 run for the Lakers. AJ Fritz goes down the left side of the lane, and it's in for two points. Wide open was that basket. He has six, 48 to 43. Mason Carr with a jump shot from the left elbow. This one's no good. Rebound track down by Connor Boyle. And we have a timeout called by Badax. 104 remains in the fourth. Badax 48, Lakers 43 in the WLW Sports Network. Four remains in the fourth quarter. Bad X by five points, facing a full court pressure here from the Lakers. 
And Caden Carahu fouls immediately against Connor Boyle. That's the third team foul for the Lakers. So two more until free throws. Caribou's third, actually fourth, according to the board. And we have a foul away from the ball. Foul. foul it will be up. foul on Badax. Moving screen. Foul goes against Connor Boyle, his first. <laughs> Team's fifth. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> the coach has got to be going crazy right now. So, Leighton Crone will inbound to Caden Caribou, back up to Mason Carr. Pump fakes, and over to the Graham Shepard. Down to the low post to Caden Caribou, goes up, can't get that ball, gets his own rebound, puts that one up. There's still nothing there. Leighton Crone gets the rebound. This one is in for two points, and it's a 48-45 ball game. Wide open, A.J. Fritz, and it's in for two points, and there's a push after the count in the basket for A.J. Fritz, and one. Fritz was wide open in transition at the left block. Went up for the shot. Bounces off the backboard. Caden Caribou goes in for the block. And then is called for the foul after it goes in. That is five fouls on Caden Caribou. Fourth team foul for Lakers this quarter. Well, that's why we picked this game. Yes, it is. We knew it's going to be exciting. So Caribou sits down. He's replaced by Luke Good. 50 to 45, 39 seconds left. AJ Fritz free throws no good. And they're going to say a violation <laughs> on Badax. Shot it and just ran after it. <laughs> So with 39 seconds left. I don't know why. I just This game doesn't seem like it. I think Lakers got a good chance of winning. Uh, at this They're point. down five with 40 seconds left. We've seen everything. Lakers still has, I think, according to my records, three timeouts. Graham Shepard brings the ball up for Lakers. Dives right inside the lane. Wide open in for two points. I don't get it. He has seven. <laughs> 32 seconds left. And we have ourselves a three-point ball game. 50 to 47. We'll stick with you. As this one is coming down to the wire, and I might say unnecessarily. <laughs> it does seem that way. It's it, like, it feels like, it's like both, both teams have had opportunities to put this thing away. Well, I mean, Lakers has had some opportunities to come right to actually tie the game. Yeah. If they would have been a little more patient, and then they were no urgency defensively, and they've given up a couple easy baskets where they could have been fouls instead of just giving them easy layups. But then on the other end, Badax just keeps racing to the basket. You score quick, but the game does never end. No. 50-47, to 47, Badax with a three-point lead will inbound facing a full-court pressure with 32 seconds left. Inbound to Grady Seltz, and they get it over to Michael Jansen in transition against Mason Carr. Off balance, in for two points. Jansen makes it count. 52-47 to 47 now. 22 seconds left. Down inside, Lucas Wainer. Double team there, and we have a foul on the arm. They're going to say two shots. The basket does not count. Despite so it going in. On that inbounds play, Banax ran at the time before. Jansen takes it in. He passes to the wing. Then he comes in from out of bounds. They screen down on his guy, and he just runs a fly pattern. 
Uh, I guess I'm a little surprised because they ran it before and Lakers didn't pick up on it. Lucas Winters, first free throw, no good. Remains a five-point lead for the Hatchets. Eric Lazic calling orders from the sideline. Out there for the Hatchets, A.J. Fritz, Graham Seltz, Michael Jansen, Grady Seltz, and Boyle. Second free throw is no good as well. Rebound brought in by Jansen, and he is fouled immediately. So we walk the length of the court. That's the fifth foul on the Lakers this quarter. And this puts Michael Jansen to the free throw line with 15 seconds remaining. I feel more comfortable that Bad X is going to win, though. I think so, too. <laughs> I think so, too. At 39 seconds, I wasn't <laughs> sure. Now at 15, Jansen should make both these. So It's a big should. Second, first free throw is good. Michael Jansen makes it count, extends the lead out to six. 53 to 47 now. Jansen is 66% free throw. He's only attempted nine entries tonight. Current lead by six points. Could make it seven points with made free throw with 15 seconds left, and it's good. 54 to 47. Bad X by seven over to the right wing to Leighton Crone. Pops the three. This one's short. And rebound brought in by A.J. Fritz, and he is pushed by Lucas Wainer, so we'll walk the length of the court yet again. A.J. Fritz at the free throw line. Well, both these teams have had some struggles early on this year. So this is a really good win. I mean, this will give... Uh, oh, it's, that's two wins in a row for Baddock. Yeah, this is two wins in a row. I mean, did what they had to do. I'm sure Coach won't think it was real pretty of a win, but um, a win's a win. And in, this, in any league you're in, league wins are hard to come by. Yeah. A.J. Fritz misses the first free throw. He's now 0 for 5 on the night. 7.8 seconds left. And this one's no good. Rebound brought in by Lakers. Graham Shepard takes the NBA three. Then he nails it with two seconds left. A timeout called by Bill McClellan. Makes it now 54 to 50. That one was from 26 feet. Yeah. Desperation heave. Well, now you got a chance. Maybe you get a five-second call. Get the ball in bounds, shoot a three, get fouled, get fouled tie the game, and one. have four-point play. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to put a few more seconds on the clock here, it appears. It's at 1.7 right now. I think it's going to stay at 1.7. Now, Kate Walsh walked over there and was pointing at the clock. 2.6. Oh, there you go. Now it's, we got a chance. <laughs> so you're saying we still got a chance. <laughs> Badex, dumb and dumber. Here we go. Badex has not trailed in this ball game since 5:41 remaining in the fourth quarter. At that point, it was Lakers 38 to 37. With 5:41 left in the fourth, that was the first points in the fourth quarter. And Badex has not looked back ever since. That was the start of their 11-0 run. Excuse me. No, I take that back. A 12-0 run for the Hatchets. And they inbound it, and it is brought in, and that will be it for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Make it two wins in a row for the Blue and Gold. They take out their rival, the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers, 54-50. to It wasn't pretty, but it doesn't need to be. A win is a win for the Bad Axe Hatchets. 
54-50, Banax takes out the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers on a Wednesday night in Othello, Michigan. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. We have some commercials to fill with your airwaves, and then we'll return to wrap up this whole thing and figure out what we just saw. Banax 54, Lakers 50-year final from Banax, Michigan. I'm at WLW Sports Network. Well, it was back and forth, a little bit of everything, and Badax hangs on for a four-point lead, 54-40. to 40. They go on a 12-0 run to take the early lead in the fourth quarter, and they don't look back over the Elgin Pigeon Bayport Lakers. We'll have all the details. We're still tying things up over here and making sense of what we just saw. Badax 54, Lakers 50 on the W, out of the W Sports Network. Post-game wrap-up coming up next on Sports Radio 1021 and W, Final score from Banax, Michigan. The Banax Hatchets make it two wins in a row now. They took out Reese on the 5th of January last Friday. And now they take out the Lakers. 54 to 50. Excuse me, that was the 3rd of January. 54 to 50 is your final score. The Banax Hatchets hang on to an lead. It was 11 to 11 at the end of the first quarter. In a quarter that we saw three lead changes and two ties. Second quarter. Lakers outscores Banax 6-5, entered halftime with Lakers leading by 1 point, 17-16. In that second quarter, we had four more lead changes in one tie, 7-3 at that point on the evening. Then the third quarter, both offenses explode for 21 points each. Ten lead changes in that quarter for 17 at that point, and four more ties for seven at that point. Makes it 38-37, Lakers over... Badax by 1.3837. In the fourth quarter, though, Badax would start to pull away as they had a 12-0 run. They were down 38-34. And suddenly it was, well, 48-43 before we knew it. It was 46-38, I should say. So it's 12-0 run there with three and a half to play in the fourth quarter. Lakers then would respond themselves. They were down by eight, and suddenly it was a five-point game. It was actually a three-point game, 46-43, to 43, with a minute 26 left in regulation before Badax would score again nine seconds later to make it 48-43. to 43. Lakers would score two more points before Badax would respond with a two points of their own. Lakers would respond with 32 seconds left to make it a three-point game yet again, 50-47. to 47. And then Badax would score four more points with 24 seconds left and 16 seconds left to make it 54-47 to 47 before Graham Shepard would hit a three with three seconds left to make it 54-50, to 50, your final score. Maddox wins on their home court and now improves to 4-5 on the season with two wins in a row. The first time they've won two in a row since November 29th and December 1st. Their only other two wins before this two-game win streak with five losses in between. 
The Bannock's hatchets were led by Michael Jansen, who had a one heck of a night with 26 total points for the Bannock's hatchets. Grady Seltz with 12 points, followed by A.J. Fritz at 8, and then 3 points each for Damon Blankstock and Connor Boyle in 2 points for Graham Seltz. From the free throw line, Badax was 6 of 13%, sub 50% this evening, and with 10 total turnovers. Lakers had 11 turnovers, was 9 for 19 from the free throw line, sub 50% for them as well. And they were led in by Kaden Caribou with the sophomore with 14 points, who ended up at following out late in that game. 10 points each for Leighton Crone and Graham Shepard. 9 points for Lucas Wainer. 6 points for Mason Carr and Cade Trimner at 1 point. Steve Bone, your thoughts along with shooting percentages? Well, Baddock sure turned it around in the second half uh, offensively. Uh, they were 8 of 12 inside the arc, and <laughs> we talked about in the first half, 1 of 14, which anytime as a coach you go in the locker room, you're saying, hey, they're not going to shoot like that again. Whether it's your team or the other team, you know you're going to shoot better than that. Anyways, 8 of 12, 66%, uh, big change. Then also uh, on the arc, they were 6 of 12 for 15 or for 50%. So in that whole second half, 14 of 24, 58%. Again, that's the difference in the game. Made some baskets, um, shot 42% for the game from the arc. That was the difference in the game. Uh, whereas Lakers only shot 16%. They were 3 of 19. So, and again, uh, a little disappointing, you know, both teams, bad act, 6 of 13 at the free throw line. Coach probably looking at that saying, you know, we could have put this game away, shoot a little better at the free throw line. And on the other side, Coach McClellan, hey, we're 9 of 19 at the free throw line. We shoot a little better at the free throw line. That four point, this ball yeah, game, that yeah. four-point game is isn't four points. Uh, we're tied or ahead. Um, in the second half, Lakers shooting. They shot 50% inside the arc. I thought they made a concerted effort to really go inside. They attacked the basket off the dribble. They got the ball inside the Caribou quite a bit. They didn't shoot near as many threes. Um, so they were 50% inside the arc. They still struggled on the arc. They were 2 of 7 in the second half, 29%. But uh, overall, they shot better in that second uh, half, uh, 44% from the field. So for the game, they're 42% inside the arc, only 16% from outside the arc. That's going to be, looks like it may be a little bit of a bug. I know looking at the numbers, they make yeah, three. three a game. It's yeah. just, you know. Uh, three, of, three of 19. Yes, three of 19. So that's got to get better. And, again, they had good looks. But, again, sometimes just, you know, if you're not a very good three-point shooting team, I thought for sure, especially in the first half, they just shot some shots. They probably shouldn't have shot. Could have been a lot more, um, just a lot more patient. Yeah. I thought both teams in the first half just took some shots just because they could shoot it. I, I don't know. It just was just kind of weird. Um, the second half, I thought both teams did settle down and kind of ran their offense more so what they wanted to do. Got a little helter-skelter again there in the fourth quarter. There was some stuff going on, you know, just I could get to the basket, so I went. Shots got blocked. And then, again, Lakers is only down. Well, you, like you said, it was, they were down, down five. Down by three points at one point. But yeah, they were down five, and then they cut it to three. And they they kind of reverted back instead of being patient getting the shot they wanted they just kind of forced some shots up and then they didn't make it and then had to come down the other end and anyways but anyways really the entertaining game I did, oh absolutely the fans had to love it um from a coaching standpoint uh there's a few things that uh, they're going to want to, as uh, Dan Campbell says, well, well, we need to clean up a few things, but we'll clean it up this week. And yeah, we'll and run on full octane. Run on full octane. What a line. So, 
But, yeah, there's some good things that both teams can uh, learn from this game. Uh, it's harder to learn when – sometimes it's easier to learn when you lose. But, again, two wins in a row for a team that had lost, what, they five, five in a row. Five in a row. That's, uh, that's good for that feels good. So, feels yeah, good, they'll yeah. feel good to say, hey, we're going the right direction. And uh, Coach McClellan will go to work again tomorrow and get everybody back on track and, and – off they'll go for Friday night. Who they got Friday? Well, Ben X is uh, on the road at Vassar. And so it could be Laker, three wins. Lakers has got USA. Lakers is home against USA. Yes. yes. So um, those are two teams that uh, both of these teams will think that they should beat. And if they take care of business, yeah, they probably should beat them. So yeah, we, But I think uh, in both the East and the West this year, other than the top teams, I think there could be a lot of uh, – Ups and downs, and I think uh, home team will probably win a lot of these games because uh, when this game goes back to Lakers, it's liable to be completely flipped, but it'll be close again. So, anyways, it's uh, yeah February second they rematch. Okay, so yeah, that's uh, it's going to be exciting um, season. I think it's both divisions are pretty evenly matched, other than we have Kansas City and you have Harbor Beach, right? And then, and then everybody else, everyone else is gonna. Uh, duke it out like it's a classic Big Ten football match. Yeah, so it'll be uh, it'll be a fun season, and uh, everybody will be preparing for the districts and, try, be- and trying to figure out. Okay, you know, when we get to the districts, how do we get uh, Harbor Beach or how do we get Cass City? So yeah, it'll be fun to see how as the season goes, you start seeing weaknesses from the top teams, and everybody kind of starts to hone in on it. Some teams don't want to really execute a game plan that they might do in the districts. So, and I guess I we shouldn't anoint those two teams no, as uh, no, no. league champs. But um, there's uh, it's only January 10th. It it is, but I believe Cass City might have a two game lead, don't they? Well, it's uh, they're undefeated, but the next well, Bad Axe only has one league loss. Oh, that's true. So okay, it's yep. it's technically a one game lead right. at this okay. point still. So, if, if you're looking at losses. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's theirs to... It's Kansas City's to lose. Yes. I will say that at this right. point. So, But, uh, Steve Bona, it, it wasn't the cleanest game, but it was uh, what I think... In the pregame, we said, you know, it's much like the roads this morning. It was It's a slippery slope, depending on the outcome of this game. When uh, entering tonight, you know, Bad Axe had, had only one win in six games. And Bad Axe was running a three-game losing streak into tonight. And depending on what razor's edge that game was going to go, um, all of a sudden we, here we are with Bad Axe winning two in a row, but Lakers has now lost four in a row. So what does Lakers need to do to right the ship? I mean, granted, yes, they do have uh, USA on Friday at home. But what do they need to focus on in practice to make sure moving forward that they're moving in the right direction? And I, I, and I guess I'll start out in saying patience. <laughs> you can't take that from yeah. me. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, just the patience on offense. I just, I mean, again, they, they, they seem to struggle shooting a three, yet they shot, you know, they shot 19 threes. Yeah. Uh, and, on the road. And, and and you've got, you know, you've got a size advantage inside with Caribou and Crone and, um, and Wainer. Wainer. And I just don't, I just didn't think they, they used it enough. Um, and, you know, the other thing, bad acts really will crash down when you go inside. They I mean, you throw it inside, yep. there's just like three guys going to the ball. Well, now you kick it out on a three. 
that's a you know your feet are set it's almost like a free throw so you got a better chance of shooting that but again i just think uh i thought the second half they had a better game plan they went inside they attacked the basket off the dribble far better than they did in the first half and uh they did a nice job i thought there was some spots there late in the game their urgency on defense they just kind of like guys you're down seven there's two minutes to go you might have to and no <laughs> he had no team fouls yet kind of get, you got good chance here to take some chances to get some turnovers but anyways there's a lot to work on and they'll continue to get after it so what about eric glaza next tomorrow in practice what is he going to focus on for the bad extensions well again when you win you you have a tendency to see more of the positives because they're you know if you won you just feel better but again i thought uh Jansen and uh, Cody Seltz did a really nice job. They handle the ball nice. They shoot the ball nice, um, you know, but they really had to work coming off screens, catching the ball, um, you know, just tough shooting. You know, and Crone was all over Jansen on a number of them, and he knocked them down. And so, so yeah, you want to continue. But, again, run – be patient. Those shots will get there. Let them. I mean, you make a defender run through a screen. Well, it's one thing to run through one. Then you run through two. You start running. Once you get that third and fourth screen, you start getting to be more than a half step behind. Now you've freed up a lot more space for your shooters to shoot the ball, catch and shoot, or even you know now you're you're half step or three quarters step behind. Now you can shot fake, get them off their feet because they're flying at you. Now you can get to the basket. So I just think, you know, again, both teams just need to be more patient offensively, especially that first half. Gosh, it was one pass, shoot, two oh, pass, If shoot. we're lucky. I mean, you know, just put your head down and go at the basket and throw something up. It just kind of was, like I said, it was, it was kind of like a rock fight. It just, <laughs> just throwing stuff at each other and not really doing much. Uh, something will stick at some point, I yeah, suppose, right? Point. But they did turn around the second half, so it was you got a lot to build on there. And uh, it, the standings are now even as far as the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise roadmap. As you took, you took Banax to win by two points. I took Lakers to win by four points. And well, it I was uh, Banax by four. Yeah, I mean it's kind of odd that we have a game where we actually picked the opposite. Team. Yeah. Usually it's on the same side, and it's just the point differential that makes the difference. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's kind of nice when you walk in a gym and you're kind of wondering who's going to win. Yeah, I like that feeling. I like nice. that feeling. I think the fans enjoyed it too. It was a fun game. It was a good crowd, especially for it, a snow day. Today. It was. Well, the snow kind of was gone by noon, so or at least on the roads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a whole different discussion there. <laughs> so, Steve Bone, any final thoughts here from Bad X, Michigan? No, I'm glad you. Uh, I think what we call this flex scheduling. We yeah, move, we're flex scheduling. We yeah. move from Friday to Wednesday, and I don't know if listen to the weather, maybe Friday might not happen. <laughs> yeah, I was going to so. say, it was almost better that we went with Wednesday <laughs> right. this week. So, uh, and next week we're where? Uh, next Friday, we actually find the Lakers, as Lakers will travel to Cass City. Ooh. So, we'll see. Uh, Lakers height against the uh, high offensive power of Cass City. We'll see how that one matches up. I like that matchup, actually. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what kind of uh, plan. Anytime you play against Kansas City and you got Carter Patrick, who I've seen play a number of times now, and I just really love his game. It's always under control. I mean, he just does does a really nice job. Um, he's very hard to defend. Coach Fernald is running stuff for him. I mean, he's, again, he's run a lot of NBA-type stuff, running him through screens, popping him out on the wing, getting him one-on-one, um, posting him up sometimes. 
So yeah, that. Uh, so I'm I'm really interested. To, always interested to see how teams try to take him away, or what they're going to try to do. I know uh, I seen him play against uh, USA, and USA tried some doubling. I mean, it's like when he touched it, they just went and doubled, made Carter Patrick give it up. Yeah. Um, their rotations weren't very good, so it kind of cost them some easy baskets. It was, you know, you could tell it was something, you know, again, it was a week or so ago. They had a whole lot of time to work on it. But, you know, teams will start looking at some of this stuff, work on some things. And, again, maybe maybe you just use it a couple times to see how it looks and you're saving it for down the road or something. But that game is at Cass City? At Cass City, according to my records, okay. yes. So, yeah, that's a, that's always a tough place to win up. When you go to Cass City, that place is just hard to the win pit. There. The pit, yeah. Despite all the uh, renovations, it's still the pit. Yes, it is. I love it. I love it. Well, Steve Owen, great job tonight. Congrats on the win. And uh, we'll see you next Friday. Okay. All right. Tonight's game broadcast was brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb, DS Services of Cass City, Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, Harbor Beach Community Hospital, Rescue Siding and Building Repair, McVeigh Insurance Agency, Flannery Auto Mall, Bayport State Bank, Tina Seeley of Farm Bureau Insurance, Insure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? On behalf of Steve Bone, in-game analysis, my name is Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. It was a flurry of action from start to finish. Banax wins by four points. No team led by double digits at any point. We ended up with 18 lead changes and seven ties over the course of just 32 minutes of play. Absolutely wild, back and forth, and as expect in a classic Banax-Lakers rivalry. Like we said earlier, we will be back on air next Friday. So, nine days from right now, we'll be back on air in Cass City. For the first time, we'll be covering the Cass City Redhawks this season as they host the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers in another classic Greater Thumb West rivalry. It's Lakers at Cass City on the 19th of January is their next time on air. Thank you for listening tonight. Thank you to our sponsors, and thank you to all those who braved the weather this evening to come out in full force. You're listening to WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live worldwide at WLWSports.com. Bad X 54, Lakers 50. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. On Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWSports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network. Dr. Natalia Salwich is our podiatrist at Sure Health and is with us right now to discuss the new Sure Wound Care Clinic in Pigeon. When you have a wound, the first thing that you should do is contact your primary care provider. Get in to see them. If once you get here, then we see you, we figure out why is this wound here and what can we do to address that. And then we have the wound care side of things. Now, healing a wound is not easy. Yeah, probably the hardest part about wound care is that it takes a really long time. Most people with a wound, they're compromised in some way, slower healing 
healing times. So early intervention is key. If you notice a wound, even if you think it's going to be okay, make sure that you get on the schedule with somebody. There's lots of things that we can talk about, even if your wound heals, uh, what to do when you first see one. There's lots of education that needs to be had with wound care. So early intervention is key. To make your appointment with Sure Wound Care, talk to your primary care provider. For more information, go to sure.org slash wound care. Sure. Better health. Better life. Are you sure?